Because I tell people, like, money doesn't grow on trees, but people have money. Yeah. Like, every individual has money. There's, there's money to be made everywhere. Mm. And it's not, it's not just a transaction of, of, of currency or money. It, it's, it's about the relationship you've built with them. Hey, guys, and welcome to the Vision Explained podcast. Follow me as I document my journey of self-development and get to speak to different people and professionals from all backgrounds and pick their brains on topics such as mindset, business, relationships, and all things self-development. I hope you learned something new today and let's get to it. Tell us where you're from, what you do. So I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada. Um, I cut hair originally. I started when I was 15. Um, yeah, and I never knew it would be a career for me. Hmm. It was just something that I was too broke to afford a haircut. And I started cutting my own hair. Then people started asking me to cut their hair. Hmm. And it just became like one of those passions. I didn't realize that I could get paid for it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll take it seriously. Damn. And yeah, they started off in high school and then it just grew from there. Sick. Yeah. And did you like have somebody that mentored you through the process? In the Absolutely, beginning? man. Like, yeah. Um, back then my cousin had a friend in high school that opened a barbershop okay which he knew will yeah body will. cuts yep. yeah so yeah he took me under his wing um before that there was another shop called lace up started training there but i didn't take it too seriously because i was going to school i wasn't sure if i wanted to do that mm. and uh yeah i kind of had to stop cutting hair because of school and the worst thing i did was not tell will the owner of the shop that you guys stop that was gonna stop oh. i just completely stopped so i kind of burnt the bridge there for a bit and then i found out that he opened up his own shop and then i reached out to him like yo bro this time i'm gonna take it seriously and yeah he took me in man and honestly he was one of my yeah he was one of my mentors that actually like one of the best like barbers to actually learn from yeah and and yeah so i started nice. with it yeah so like that's pretty sick you must have been just a kid back then when you were like just decided to stop yeah out of nowhere and i think that's like you know big respect to will of like he definitely saw something in you to be like okay i'm still gonna take a chance on him even though yeah. he kind of like ghosted yeah and it's things like mistakes that we all make at times and yeah. i think that's like so amazing to have a mentor in your life to be able to give you those opportunities and those things absolutely is there like have you taken on that mentorship position now today in your career with anybody like training people, like mentoring people. Yeah, absolutely. But all these mentoring, it's 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 things that I've learned from other people. Okay. I wouldn't say it's knowledge that I've built through the years, and what I try to pass on. And it, it, I had different venues. It wasn't just barbering. I was in like a multi-level marketing business, mm -hmm. and uh, that actually helped me just become an entrepreneur because there's things that I learned in that multi-level multi, multi -level marketing business where I would have never learned back in school. Really? Like what? Like what kind of? Uh, in terms of public speaking, mm. I was the worst in, 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 at school, I would skip all my oral presentations because I was afraid to speak in public. Wow. Yeah. So I hated doing that, but that allowed me, that taught me to just actually public speak. Like, yeah. don't be scared. Don't be afraid. And to network. Um, and where to put your money, how to save your money. And I met all these different successful people in that industry that actually helped me out through life. Mm. And I brought that into the, my barbering career. And do you feel like you 
because I also used to be scared of public speaking. Yeah. But I find that when I would teach a dance class, for example, I had no trouble speaking to a group of like 50, 100 people. Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do also with the fact that you genuinely enjoyed what you were doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> going back to that multi-level marketing thing, <laughs> it was something I wasn't passionate about. It's just something I knew that I had to do mm. in order to become successful. Um, and I was so uncomfortable doing some stuff for it. But eventually, you know, I got eased into it. But it, I can't compare it to barbering because mm. barbering, barbering is a flow. It's I already know about it. I've been doing it for years. Mm. Um, and to me, showing somebody how to cut hair or even just about barbering, it comes out more natural. It's than a passion. It's a passion. Yeah. yeah. You can speak about it forever. Forever. That's yeah. insane. And what made you like really want to take this to the next level? Like, you know, you were working like at Quality Cuts. Mm -hmm. What made you decide like, I think it's time for me to start my own business and really take that jump? Um, I've always wanted to open up my, my own space, mm. but I was in a good space already, good environment. And I just realized like, I just needed to take the leap of doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like who knows? Like I thought about, I'm like, oh, like what if I fail? What if blah, blah, blah. But in life, there's always going to be a time where you yeah. can feel you, you don't know what the outcome is. The most important thing is that you dip your tongue in water and fucking just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the story. No, you good. And uh, yeah, I just took the leap. You know, like it, people think it's so easy to start a business. To be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like you see all these successful people on social media, mm -hmm. but nobody knows what's going behind the background. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things that are going on and there's stuff that I'm struggling with today. Mm-hmm but it doesn't stop me because it's the whole entrepreneurship game is it's, it's a process mm. and you're going to fail eventually, but that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. You have the ability to have control of your own time and do your own work and you have nobody, no one to tell you what to do. Mm. You, whatever's in your brain and you want to create, you, you, you can have do the freedom to do it. Yeah. Damn. And do you feel like, do you, do you have anybody that backs you in those moments that, you know, when something's tough and you're like, your back's against the wall in any given moment, you know, you have to, because especially you as a barber, the next day you have to go and see your clients or like something yeah. might just happen, you have to speak to somebody for the rest of the day, Yeah. you know? Do you have a team with you that helps you through the hard times or is it just, do you do this alone? Oh, absolutely, man. So the people that I uh, shared my space with, uh, Marcus and Aska, those guys, um, actually I go to when I'm, when I have trouble and they're easy to talk to. Mm. They're so down to earth. Um, and yeah, those kind of guys that are in my environment, like we're not shy to talk to each other. And and I find that important too, to find those people that you can actually rely on and like talk to and be comfortable with. Mm. And like off topic, man, I think that's like, as men, it's so hard for us guys to open up to things. And mental health is, is it's true. It's real. It, it, it's freak, it, it's real. But why do you think that is? As men, it's hard for us to... Because I agree with you. Uh, I think... Be, I don't know how it is in your culture, but in our culture, like, when I when we would tell our parents, um, I, you're feeling a certain way, mm. all they would say, like, oh, no, don't worry, you'll sleep it off. Mm. You know, what are you talking about? But in reality, like, there was one time in my life, like, happened a couple months ago, where I felt anxiety for the first time. Mm. And I never knew that anxiety felt that way because I was never the type to show emotions. Why? Because like as men, you don't want to, sh you don't want to show that you have any weakness, mm. but later in life that all builds up. 
and eventually you're gonna snap. Mm, you hold it in for too long. You hold it in for too long because you're not talking about your real feelings to people. And the moment that I just let it out and actually talk to, to my friends, to guys, you know, some people would say, oh, that's so corny talking about your feelings. But no, it's important to talk yeah. about your feelings because after that happened, it, the weight off of my shoulders just dropped. Wow. And it just showed me that, you, like, it doesn't matter if you, you think you're alpha male, like, you should talk about your feelings and, and just get through it. Mm. Because, and yeah, like, it, it helps just talking about things. Yeah. So going back to, like, the people in my environment, it was easy to talk to them because I just realized they went through the same thing. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And you're not alone. I'm not alone. Wow. But all this time, I thought, like, oh, no, like, this guy might judge me or whatever. People, like, might talk bad because mm -hmm. of a certain way. Because ideally, everybody thinks, like, oh, he's doing all right. He's doing okay. But no, because you don't talk about it. It's like you just built it in. Like, who know. the hell do I talk to? Yeah. That's interesting. So, you know, going off, off, off your point of kind of assuming that somebody's okay, when do you think is a good time to maybe check up on a friend just like casually at any given time of just like hey are you good like yeah because sometimes like you say like you know on the outside you might show that you're okay yeah but you never really know what yeah. something's going so what somebody is going through yeah and that's something that you know as dancers we talk about like in the studio of just telling somebody like hey you did a good job today mm. you know and that can be like in any context mm -hmm. you never know what that might mean to that person yeah you know so i feel like people just always assume that everybody's okay at all times or we always get so caught up in our problems absolutely that we don't realize like okay maybe this person needs me more yeah. than i need them in this moment yeah you know is there an example or a time that like somebody has reached out to you or you reached out to somebody that you realized it made a difference in the situation uh yeah there are a few times where people came to me and i i actually like gave them good advice and mm. they thanked me for it and that also made me realize like like I should be asking people, like, I should be sharing stuff. Like, I should be seeking for help if, mm -hmm. if, I, if I need to talk to someone about it. And I, I, there's no perfect time or right time to ask if your friend's okay or not. Like, That's it fair. just has to come from a genuine place. Because we always c come up to each other when we have an, oh, what's up? How you doing? It, it, like, how you, are you, how you doing became like a high. It is. It was, it's not a generally like, yo, how are you really doing? How you have you to act? say good. No, you say good. <laughs> yeah. I would sometimes would say like, how you, like, not even say, how are you doing? I'd be like, yo, what's up? And that'll be good. Because it's a it, reflex. It, it's, it's a reflex. Wow. That's a pro like, we, we have to break that habit of Damn. just making, how are you doing a norm? Mm -hmm. Like actually look them in the eye and be like, yo, bro, how you doing? Mm and let them talk, you know, like, okay, you're good. Oh, and then you ask them questions, like, and you let them open up. But you, I find like, just generally be there, be there for them. Mm -hmm. And not, not just a quick, how are you doing? Like actually sit wow. down and talk and, and yeah. It's funny. Cause I was actually like discussing this the other day of like, you know, when somebody asks you like, Hey, how you doing? It's almost weird to say anything other than good. Yeah. Or like sometimes you just don't want to explain yourself. You don't want to explain. Yeah. You know, you're like, honestly, I had a yeah. bad morning, but then they're going to ask you yeah. why. And maybe you're like, I just don't want to talk about yeah. it. So I'm just going to say I'm good and yeah. put on a smile. No, but which is fair too. Like, you're not going to explain like your whole feelings to someone you don't really know. Yeah. Right. And it could like, I'm not saying that you have to express your whole feelings or whatever. Like how, how you're doing could just be like, yo, I'm just checking up on you. Mm -hmm. If you're good, you're good. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's, it's just like, I feel like some people are saying, how are you doing? But they're not even listening. 
like as in one ear out yeah, the other exactly yeah yeah and uh so you're in a relationship yeah and you know what would you say you know connecting your emotions in the relationship how has that impacted how you see things is it like does this stem from building in your relationship has allowed you to understand your emotions deeper is that yes yeah absolutely mm. especially if you're with a partner that is very independent and 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 um is very open and that doesn't judge you mm. like for example like with my current girlfriend um i could open up to her about anything because i know that she wouldn't judge me and i could trust her mm -hmm. and it's not only with her but it's just the ability to actually express how i really feel to that person mm -hmm. i'm like there are other people that care about me also like and i shouldn't be afraid to talk in that way so that's where i'm like okay i see where this is coming from because honestly i opened up to my girlfriend first and mm -hmm. like that's when i broke down and she eased me she she yeah she took the weight off of my shoulders so i'm like if I could talk this about, uh, about this subject to her, imagine like how I would feel if I just talked to my homies like yeah. this. And like, it's like, yo, we gotta get rid of like, you on the alpha male, like mm -hmm. everything's good. Nothing's ever good. Yeah. It could seem like that, but deep down, and like if you carry that weight off on your shoulders for a long time, bro, it, it, it's, it's gonna hurt you eventually and mm -hmm. it's gonna catch up onto you, you know? Wow. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And you know, not every, I feel the same way, like my girlfriend has definitely impacted how i deal with my emotions yeah. girls are just good with their emotions man. very good <laughs> you, you know? know sometimes even too good <laughs> sometimes yeah. even too good yeah and it like i agree with you and i think you know going to the point of checking up on your homies like especially those who aren't in a relationship and haven't had the opportunity to cross that bridge yet yeah you know because we're always like taught to close up or just exactly what you said or just like be that alpha male yeah you know exactly and what would you say is like for you in a relationship what defines the girl to be the one for you you know um it's to sum everything up i would say to be comfortable in your own skin mm. if that girl makes you f or a girl or a man is able to make you feel comfortable in your own skin and not judge you i find that would be your I guess soulmate. Mm -hmm. To give you an example, I met my girl through social media, uh, social uh, through those dating apps, right? Mm. And at first, we I thought we wouldn't click because on both of our profiles we we're completely different people, hmm. different interests. And even when we sat down, uh, when we had our first date, she was an intelligent woman. Like she's like book smart, mm. you know. And I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, like I had these insecurities where I'm it's like, a bit intimidating. Yeah, I'm like. Is she gonna find me dumb? Stupid <laughs> things I say, because even though she told me she felt intimidated because of how I looked and dressed and whatever, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, even though we had um, some differences, we still connected into other things in life. Where it, it you don't have to have something in common mm -hmm. all the time. We do have our certain interests, but I believe that differences plays a big important role mm. because all the things that she has been through, uh, has experienced through life, I've learned, I'm learning from her. Okay. I'm learning all these new things. All the things that I've experienced in life, she's learning through me. Mm. So we feed off of each other rather than like us always being in the same, like, like I don't, I don't listen to like 
pop music <laughs> or, or, or like ABBA and stuff, but she loves this stuff. So it gets me in that, I'm like, oh, like, why do you lo- like this kind of music? And then eventually, like, you just catch me liking ABBA also. <laughs> you're intrigued. Yeah, you're intrigued. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, so you definitely, you'll know when you're, you feel comfortable in your own skin. Mm. That's when. You'll uh, know when you know. Yeah, you'll know when you know. This is a question that I like to ask um, when we talk about relationships out of curiosity. Have you heard of the five love languages? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Which would you say you are and she is, and do you have one that's the same? Uh, I believe we have some. Let me just point them out. So for her is quality time, um, acts of gesture, um, and uh, gifts. Mm-hmm. And for me would be physical touch, um, um, words of endearment um, and quality time mm-hmm. and gifts pretty much a lot of them well we're all a bit of each one each exactly That's, I find that interesting yeah. that you guys don't have the exact same ones because it's a common thing mm. it's a common thing and I, it like because me too like my girlfriend and I we don't have the exact same ones yeah. some overlap but it makes you going back to the whole you know learning about your emotions it makes you have to learn more or different types of love to love the other person properly yeah which is like something you would have never explored had you not yeah right yeah how's that worked out for you so for me i'm not i'm like i'm not the type to converse or like like have a lot of words like Mm. i get this a lot where oh alex like he doesn't talk too much Mm. but recently i'm finding out that like yo you do talk a lot (laughs) you know but um, I had to understand with her that after days of, of work, like you're, you're exhausted. Like I deal with clients every day mm-hmm. and I have conversations like All every day. hour, every day. And when I come home, sometimes I'm just like, my brain is like dead. Um, but for her, her love language is communication, um, talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the hardest things that for me, it's like, sometimes I come home, she's like, babe, like, how come you're not talking? And sometimes I have to be like, yo, Alex, wake the fuck up. Mm. Like, at least try, like, talk. Because she's been working the whole day. She probably missed you the whole day. Yeah. And she just wants to have a small conversation. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, yo, stop being being like that. Like, And I tell people, relationships, they all take effort. You have to put effort into it. And for me, it was like one of the hard things to do. Like, yo, Alex, get out of your, your, your mind and just... Talk, talk mm. to your girlfriend because you haven't talked to her in a whole oh, day. Yeah, day. Stop making that excuse where you came home and 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 saying like, "Oh, you went through a funk" or blah blah blah. Mm. And I I still struggle with that sometimes. Like someone and then like just the other night, she's like, "Oh, babe, like uh, like like talk to me." And then I'm <laughs> like, "Okay, you know, like I try to like click things into my head." To some people, it comes naturally. Mm. Like, uh, but for me, it's just like, you know, I, it's something I have to work on. And I always tell her that, "Listen, I'm sorry that I act this way, but." I am trying. Yeah. You know? Hmm. The most important thing is acknowledging how your partner receives love. Receives love and just understand their emotions. Mm. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me a quick favor and leave a review. It's the only way this little podcast can grow and help more people on their journey of self development. Thank you so much and let's get back to the show. And and and, and yeah, don't neglect them. But that's cool that you take it upon yourself to like Okay, like let me reflect in this moment, yeah. and like you talk to yourself, and you're like, okay, what is she thinking right now? Because it's so easy to get caught up in like, yo, I'm tired. It's so easy. I had a long day. 
she'll understand. Yeah. You know? Because I'm guilty too, man. When I'm caught up, like, cooking or whatever, and she's telling me a story, and and then I would ask her a question where she already gave me the answer. She already told me. But, like, I wasn't listening to her. Because okay, I was yeah. brain fog, you know? Like, sometimes I don't have that quick attention that she needs. And sometimes, like, I have to learn too. Like, sometimes, like, yo, focus. talking, <laughs> focus. Yeah, yeah, just being more present in more in present. Yeah. And it, you know what? That's really like, it's tough because like, and I'm also guilty for that as as well. It's it's like, you have to work on being present because it's so easy to like have that conversation and get a ping from your phone and just like look real quick while you're still trying to have a conversation. Yeah. Like, it takes effort to be like, let me be present in this moment and like, in this conversation. Yeah, and that ties into communication. And how how would you say? communication is in your relationship and how has it impacted you know you seem very happy in your relationship yeah. i'm very happy for you yeah. and how has that impacted you in a positive way i've learned a lot about myself through my current relationship right mm-hmm. now and yeah i've learned a lot through my relationship in the past but i've never been with someone that is actually just trying to bring that out out of me mm-hmm. like making me understand the reason why i act certain ways mm. and for communication like it, like like i said it, it's still tough but i'm like i'm just sh- like i'm showing her that i'm give i'm trying i'm giving the effort and and i'm not blaming her for anything i'm not because sometimes you could come home and you could be like like dude don't you understand like i had a long day mm. and you always give that excuse but we all have long days <laughs> we all had long days and it just but she she understands, you know. But at a certain time, if you keep repeating the same mistakes, obviously they'll be like, "Yo, like, come on." Absolutely. You know, and that's, and but what I love about her is that she understands and she's patient with me also. Mm. You know, but at some some point she like slaps me around and be like, "Yo, come get on, it together, get it together." Yeah. And yo, know, and I have to get t- together because it's not fair for her. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if we want this relationship to work. Yeah, the most important thing is acknowledging how the other person feels. Absolutely. And, and yeah. Absolutely. Wow. And, you know, I heard this quote, I forget who it's by, but it says, and you must have heard it before, it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Have you heard mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Do you feel like, you know, your relationship has helped you excel in your business as well, having that person with you? Or do you really keep you know, business and relationships separate, nothing, not one doesn't impact the other? Um, I keep it separate in a sense where I know she has her career going on. She knows I have my career going on. Um, I don't really understand her field in her work. Like, she'll tell me things, but, like, it's a bit complicated of what she does for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in business, she's not really a business type. Mm-hmm. But... We do share about like how work is going, but we don't try to get involved into each other's business unless, like for example, my girl had this um, presentation that she had to do for for work through Zoom, and she hates public speaking too. Okay. Um, but uh, and she doesn't hate public speaking; she's pretty good at it. But the fact that she had to do it in French is mm. like her her not strong. It's not her strongest point. And I just told her, I'm like, listen, you're already good. Like, let's practice together. Or like, how can I help you? So things like that is where we could help each other in in our own fields. Mm-hmm. But like, she doesn't try to interfere in my business or tell me what to do. I don't tell her how she should do her work. We respect 
each other's career and we help each other out. Nice. Like, we don't judge on anything. Yeah. And to be honest, she's the most supportive person in my life with business also. And she understands where, like, she understands, like, when I have a hard day or whatever. And, and, and it's cool like that. Sick. So, yeah. Yeah, you're just there if ever you need that support. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, what, what advice would you have for somebody who's looking to also start their business, whether it be in barbering in that specific field mm. or just in general, you know, like I feel like mm. you've been here for a while now in business. Yeah. Um, so to get in business in general, mm -hmm. I say really find what your passion is because there, there, there's different, you could be all types of entrepreneurs. You could be someone like, oh, this thing makes money the fastest. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to learn that. It'll probably make you quick money and you'll probably, or maybe eventually while doing that, you'll probably end up liking it, mm. you know, but it's still a process. I, I'd say rather find your passion now and, and don't, don't do it because of money. As corny as it sounds, everyone says it, but money will follow. Mm. Like m people will be attracted to your business because they see how, how passionate you are to it and that you stuck through it. Mm -hmm. The moment you dip your toes in different things, People are like, yo, are you a barber or are you a stock investor? Or mm. Like, what are you? So that's what I have to figure out myself. Like, I what am I? Because I've been in, in different venues in business. Like, what is your passion? And barbering is my passion. Mm -hmm. Would I say be making me millions? No, but it's something that I'm content with. It's paying off the bills. I love my clients. Uh, I've built great relationship with them. And just the relationship alone with clients that I have is more than the money that I'm mm. making. The reason why is that every individual that has sat in my chair taught me more than what I've learned in school. Wow, in that's amazing. It is amazing, because I've never learned about investing or where to put my money, how to make my money grow, Damn. Um, about mortgages or, you know, and all these, all these things, but every individual that sat in my chair, they all have different careers mm -hmm. and they all give me these free information. That's amazing. And without even asking, asking them, it's just a conversation like we're having now yeah. and the topic would hit and they would give me advice on certain topics where mm -hmm. I'd be like, damn, I never thought about that way. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Because the more people you have in your chair that are from different fields, the more information yeah. you can get, but you're just trying to be genuine with the person. Yeah. Cause I tell people like money doesn't grow on trees, but people have money. Yeah. Like every individual has money. There's, there's money to be made everywhere. Mm. And it's not, it's not just a transaction of, of of currency or money it, it's it's about the relationship you built with them mm. of what you could get out of them to make your wealth grow that makes sense so yeah and you, you talk about like not dipping your toes in too many fields are you an advocate for you know having multiple streams of income or you're very absolutely strong? yeah have multiple streams of income but don't forget what is bringing you in the funds what's your bread and butter exactly so barbering will always as long as i have my my brain my two hands my eyes feet and I could cut hair. There's nothing I it. You should dip your toes in different venues in making money. There's nothing wrong with that. But just know like what's bringing you the money for that. Mm. And I try not to mix things like, yeah, I'm passionate about this. And but there's nothing wrong with investing at all. But who knows that could be your next venture. That's true. You know, that could be your next passion. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to to stick with one thing. It, Everyone changes every seven years. Yeah. You might have a different passion, different love, or different whatever, but things change in, in every seven years. Just 
be true to yourself and and don't be afraid to try mm. but just really reflect on if this is what you want to do because the moment you become like a jack of all trades it's like you'll never be a master of one thing you know you'll always just try to dip and dip and when does it ever stop mm-hmm. yeah like so many pa- yeah i feel like because there's so much out there there's so much out you there know, there's so much to do there's there we get caught up on social media because oh this person making a lot of money on this oh you blah 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 it's like yo stay on track yeah it's, but it's not wrong to learn about these things mm-hmm. but like focus like focus on your main thing yeah that's true yeah you're right social media you see all these different kinds of things yeah and you want to try investing you want to yeah. try this yeah. you want to try that yeah. but yeah i also believe that it's super important to try because if you don't try, try. then you won't know yeah you know all i'm saying like trying is nothing wrong mm-hmm. like you could be that person that's still trying to figure out like what you want to do in life mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it but try but make sure when you try you put your hundred mm. percent don't just try and be like oh shoot i had a bad day oh, okay well, what else can i do like you'll give up way too easily yeah but everyone says it takes it ten ten thousand hours to master your craft or wow. be a master at something right do you feel like you put in 10,000 hours at this in point? In barbering? Yeah. Absolutely. Even more <laughs> 50, than 50,000 hours. Even more than 10,000 hours. Yeah. Well, you've built such a successful business. And like, you know, what would you say is is something that sets you apart? Because I feel like, you know, even for myself, I've been a client of yours for a long time. Yeah. And at first it was like, you know, you're nearby. Yeah. But, you know, because I love what you do and I love the space that you created, I don't mind driving a little yeah. bit further out, you know? Yeah. Is there anything that you did that you planned? To set yourself different from anybody else or really just providing that service providing that service giving a good service but also building a good relationship with your clients mm. not and people will have those days where they're tired or whatever but like most of the clients that i have that come in the shop like i'm excited to see them mm. you know and and i think for me was i wasn't too worried about marketing too much because i built good clientele around montreal and i would i wouldn't say i'm the busiest barber but i'm busiest enough where you know i'm i'm okay yeah you know but with every client that i have i would say i have great relationships yeah with them. and they're basically my billboard word of mouth so word of mouth they you give them a good service you have a good relationship and you just let them talk about you if they choose to. But 100%, like, if you do give a good service and you have a good relationship with them, all they will do is just talk good about you. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, that's, that's... I feel like people underestimate word of mouth, especially now that yeah. we go back to social media because yeah. it's such a great tool. It is. But word of mouth is the most yeah. powerful thing. Word of mouth is a po- most powerful thing, but there's nothing wrong with adding marketing of to, course. you know, like, it adds a lot. You know, and that's something I'm lacking too in business. You know, I'm still trying to figure things out, even though people think like, oh, he has a successful business. Like, yeah, I'm doing pre- good right now, but I'm always s- room to there's grow. always room to grow. There's always room to grow. And yeah. would you expand your team? Would you hire maybe somebody for social media or are you trying to really do it yourself? Eventually I would. Um, I just have to figure out what kind of content I really want to create. So I'm dipping myself into creating content for myself and just dabbing here and there. Mm-hmm. And then eventually when I do really need the help, yeah, I would say it, if, if, if it makes sense for your business, mm-hmm. hire people. The time is to make, right. Yeah, to make the work easier for, mm. for yourself. 
And are you somebody who like believes in reinvesting in yourself? So like, have you taken courses um, to better off your your craft or such? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I've I've taken workshops. I mean, because of COVID, I we had to lay low for a bit. Like yeah. I would have attended so many seminars. Um, but yeah, you should always try to be better, work on your craft, mm-hmm. craft, learn more. Um, especially in the barber industry, it's like people think like like there's too much ego in it. You know, sometimes you got to let that ego go and and just go learn from someone else because mm. you'll never know what they'll bring in. You know, like for yourself, like you're an amazing dancer. Like we see you on TikTok, you're amazing. But what I admire about you is that you still take other workshops. Mm-hmm. You learn other people's craft. You learn other styles. But that also benefits you also. It adds into what you're currently doing. Absolutely. And, and not even that, the relationships you build with other people that teach, that do big workshops. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I don't know if people underestimate it, but networking is like, yeah, it's... And the, I feel like networking has a bad connotation to it. And, like, you know, the way that you're speaking to this subject is so perfect. And you talk about the relationships that you genuinely build yeah. with your clients. You know, you don't go into when somebody comes on your chair, you're not like, how can I learn about mortgages from this guy in a certain way, no. right? You just, like, you have a general, ge- genuine relationship with the person. Mm. And that turns into something more. Yeah. Would you say you're more introverted or extroverted? <sighs> I think I'm a hybrid. Okay. A bit of both. Because there's times where I do want to be left alone and just be in my own bubble. And there's mm-hmm. sometimes where I feed off other people's energy. Mm. I, I just, it depends on the state that I'm in and what I feel like feeding off of from. But I would say I'm more, I'd say I'm more extrovert than introvert. Mm-hmm. But there are times where I just need my own space. And yeah. Because you could sense. catch me in a room with a lot of people, but I'll, sometimes I'll just be quiet. Yeah. Like, I won't even talk. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah. this is my moment yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you somebody who's very uh, like a creature of habit? Do you like like your schedule, um, your morning routine if you have one? Yes, I I would believe so. I'm I am a creature of habit, but also like I'm a human being. Like I fell off of it a, a bit, mm-hmm. but I would I like to have things planned. Yeah. Yeah. What are like three things that you like to incorporate in your morning routine that helps you set yourself up for the day? Uh have my coffee first of all uh vitamins breakfast gym i always try to make sure i go to the gym in the morning in the morning in the morning first take the dog out for a walk and yeah just that's my morning routine i nice. would say that would keep me energized oh and cold showers cold showers i've been taking cold showers for the past like three years like every yeah, morning every morning no way yeah. wow yeah. what does that do for you because i've seen it a little bit here and then but it really wakes you up. Okay. Like, I know there's a lot of health benefits, but the reason why I like taking cold showers is because it's a challenge. Mm. Because I know people won't do it, so I'll do it. You know, I, I, I just dope. like, I'm like probably the 1% that takes cold showers. Sick. So, that's, and not only that, it's because it wakes me up also. Yeah. Like, it gets me going. But the fact that wow. I'm already challenging myself. So what I would do is I would brush my teeth in the shower. So I know that brushing my teeth would take like four or five minutes, right? So I have to stay in that cold shower for like four or five minutes. That's smart. You associated the two. Yeah. Wow. If not, you're going to have snanky breath. You're going to get out of there. Yeah, that too. But it it wakes me up, man. It makes me, it gave me my first challenge of the day. Wow. What made you want to start doing that? And how cold are your showers? Those are my two questions right now. So in the winter is the worst. It's like hella cold. It's to the max. Okay. Cold to the max. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh my, and what made you want to start doing that? You saw it online. I you... saw it online. I saw the benefits. I saw it puts you in a good mood. Mm. Um, and it just keeps you energized. And, um, and yeah, and, and it works out your brain also. You know, it's telling you, like, it, it helps you with your breathing also. Mm. So it just tells you, like, wow. okay, like. Calm down. Calm down. But eventually it just becomes a habit. Like, nowadays they, I'll feel that little cold, but, like, I could just brush. Really? Yeah. Because you're just so used to it. I'm so used to it, yeah. Wow. And do you have an evening routine by any chance? Um, come home and just hang out with, with the girlfriend, man. Because mm. it's different when you live with someone also, right? It's not where, like, you're living with your, your parents and, like, you know, you wait till the weekend to hang out with your girlfriend. Okay, yeah. You know, so I actually just spend time with my girlfriend, chill out, and have that time with her, and then just do my own thing, whether it be scheduling my next day, looking mm. at clients. And I'm guilty of it, too. Sometimes I just do that right away when I get home, where I should be, like, going to my girlfriend and be like, hey, babe, like, how are you? How's your day? <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel guilty of that, but that's what we should do. Just if you're living with your girl... Go say hi to them, girl or guy. Go say hi to them. Make sure that they're okay. Have that small conversation and just acknowledge they're present and then do your own thing. Yeah, don't go straight into your room. Don't go straight. So that would be my routine. Just hang out with her, have dinner, watch some TV, and then just, yeah. And then later, save maybe 30 minutes to an hour of just planning my my next day. Your next day? Yeah. Do you do that every night? Like plan plan out how your next day is going to work? I'm not going to lie. I don't do that every night. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to do that every night. So... It's trying to build that habit again of doing mm. it. Are you like, somebody who plans out? Like, I know I like to plan out my week. Yeah. Like, from one day. Do you like to just plan out your next day, or do you like to plan out the week in advance? I like to plan out the week. Yeah? Yeah. Just tell myself, like, okay, this is what's going on. But I'll also just... I bought a journal. It, it has every point what you should check out. Like, what did you do? Physical you, journal. Physical journal. Nice. Like, did you accomplish it? So that's what I want to follow right now. Mm. And just... And it, 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 yeah, it just tells you, like, oh, how was your day? Did it go as you expected? Blah, blah, blah. Cool. And, yeah. Nice. Would you say, actually, on the note of, like, buying um, tools that kind of help you in your success, would you say that there's a purchase of about $100 or less that, you know, anybody can make that has impacted you? If you – sorry, your question is? A purchase of $100 or less that has helped you in any way, whether it's, like, vitamins, a book, or course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like – Sometimes you don't even need to spend money to, to actually be productive. You, if you have a pen and paper at home, that could get you started right away. Mm. You know, like that's the thing that we get caught up sometimes too. That we think we need something to do something. Mm. Like, oh, I need this. This, I, and I'm guilty of it too. Like, yeah. I got into cycling. Oh, I need the best bike or whatever. <laughs> but like, I'm getting into photography. I'm looking at these thirty-five hundred dollar cameras. But like, why? Like, Just, do you really need it? Do I really need it? No, I don't. But. Yeah, sometimes you go relax, use what you have now, and just use your creativity. And you don't need to buy that best thing or whatever. That's so true. Yeah. That's so We're true. We're all guilty of it. Yeah, and we have our phones, especially when it comes to cameras and yeah. such, or like posting on social media. As yeah. long as you have that, like, yeah. you can film and upload right away. Yeah. Speaking of social media, is there anywhere where anybody can reach you? Yeah, so um, my barber account, uh, Grainy Fade. Grainy so, Fade? Yeah. Could catch me on there, my barbershop page, Mr. Troy, and my personal account. But uh, yeah. Sick, bro. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, yeah, listen, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Awesome. Thanks and for I having me. And I hope people come see you and get a cut. That's where I got my cut from. Yes, sir. So <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Uh, that was dope, bro. Yeah, man. That was fire. Yeah.
I appreciate you, man, for coming for real.